Welcome back to another episode of Blast and Masturbate. I'm your host, Father Frank. Today we're going to be objectively resolving careers, abracadabra, and heroes. Let's go meet our panelists. John, how you doing, my man? Glad to have you back, Frank. Good to be back. Travis, how you doing, brother? Oh, what, what, what's going on? Didn't see you there. All right. And tonight, our special guest is Lancey Comedian, host of Corn 2's Domedy, Nicole Melnick. How you doing? What's up, dude? How are you? Good, good, good. All right, let's get it going, boys and girl. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> everyone's seen the old school movie. That's my man, Indiana Jones. Harrison Ford, that's my boy. But, I mean, they always raise this question. What was this guy actually up to? What was going on here? And even anyone in that field. So, our archaeologists, just good for nothing, grave robbers. And, John, start this one off. I'm glad you asked, Frank, but it is obvious that they are truly grave robbers. Okay. Come on, dude. Like, you're going in to see, like, somebody who was very important where they died, where they're, where they're buried, right? You don't want to go and dig up your grandpa or someone else's grandpa in your fucking cemetery down the road. Like, that's not cool. You want to go somewhere because somebody important was buried with a bunch of riches. If you ask me, you're just stealing from dead people. At that point, I mean, obviously, no one's going to really stop you. But, you know what I'm saying? You're robbing. You're literally robbing from the dead, bro. And, I, I mean, I guess if no one's going to complain about it, that's fine. But don't try and say, oh, I'm an archaeologist now. Like, dude, you literally try to come up. You didn't want your two pussy to rob somebody alive with a gun. So you just did a little digging, got your shovel. And now, no. all of a sudden, you, you rob, you're a grave robber. You sound you sound you sound like a buffoon. A great like I feel like there's it's a it's a time sensitive thing. Like if 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 if, if the dinosaurs if I dig up a dinosaur and I find some bones or whatever like that, then it's cool. Ross from Friends was an archaeologist. There's no way you're gonna call him a grave robber. He had he had good intentions the whole time, whole way around. You know that. Like he he's definitely like a little bit like oblivious to some of the things he should know. But like I feel like you can't call Ross just a criminal. And I just think like grave robbing is like if you go to the to to a wake and then you you, you see there and they got a nice ring and like he's got no use for it. I'm gonna just grab this. Or that's grave robbing or that's pre-grave robbing, or I don't know. Is that archaeologism? But like it's I don't know. It's 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 two different things. It's it's two sides of the same coin. And I just I don't know. I think it's racism what you guys are trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nicole, Nicole, you've been quiet. What, what do you got to say? Yo, Ross, Ross from Friends wishes that he was a fucking grave robber, dude. Oh, paleontologist. Like, he didn't even believe in dinosaurs, <laughs> man. Like, no, I'm, yeah, I think that they are good for nothing grave robbers. And I think this, the time sensitivity, in fact, of the grave robbering, it, it, it only proves how constructed the idea of archaeology even is. You know what I mean? Fine. Dinosaurs, that's cool. They're, they're, they're not, they never were living beings. But right now we have the technology, the DNA, whatever. We can get people who are responsible. If like, if we found some bones, some human bones, and we were like, yo, whose are these? They're attached to a, a chest. Well, I guess. No, but I feel like, I mean? like when you archaeologizing, then it's like, you're not opening up a, an actual like casket, a grave site. You're not going to a cemetery. Like I feel like, no, you're not. You, you just, you, there's just like, you're going to eat or whatever like that. And, Okay, but like the, the the ancient, 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 like it's back in the olden King days. Like it's, I feel they like it's more than two hundred. They broke in there and they all died. You know why? Because they deserved to. Yeah, the purpose, the reason you're there is for some treasure or to find something that no one has ever found before for credit or whatever. You're you're not there to, for for just simple exploring. You're there to get something from it, and the only way you can get it is because you're taking it from somebody who doesn't give a fuck because they're fucking dead. Like no, and, and, and it's, it's not. 
it's not for personal gain. It's like you're showing this off. This is how, like you're putting it in a museum. You're you're saying this is what it was back then. You're like these are hieroglyphics. Or these are what he, they used to well, live yeah, like back in the day. Like grave robbing is like I can pawn this right now down the street, and oh, then I can like, get, I can buy a new like, used car. It's like a Black Panther. He's like, whoa, where's this from? Uh, we stole this from the Byzantine Empire. Where's this from? Uh, it's from England. He's like, nah, motherfucker, this is from Wakanda, and it's made of vibranium, and you just stole it like. All stole it. They they went archaeology. They all stole my it. Vibranium. They were. <laughs> yeah, it's my vibranium. <laughs> <laughs> More like my vibranium. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, I did not think Ross would be brought up from this with friends. Or Black Panther. R.I.P. Chadwick. You know what the thing though is the same though Laura Croft. Laura Croft identifies as a archaeologist and the name of the game is called Tomb Raider. If uh tomb and then raid. It's like so that's grave and then rob, dude. She says it herself, man. Laura Croft admits to being a grave robber. If you rearrange the letters in Tomb Raider. Yeah, right? That's what it is. It's a puzzle, dude. We figured it out. It spells out grave robber. <laughs> but does she ever admit to being an archaeologist? Like Laura Croft yeah. or no 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 she doesn't. She 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 raids tombs, so she steals. It's like a, a movie that you're just stealing stuff, like that's that's what the objective is. But I don't think she would be in a, a well respected uh archaeologist in the archaeologist world. She's definitely doing she's doing a crime. I agree. She's a great writer. What? No, but. they called her when they couldn't find shit. When they were like all the other archaeologists bowed out, bro. Nathan Drake was busy this weekend. Can you come out? But that's every that's movie a like reference. I won't do it again. Like the, the bad guy you called to help you with good. So it's like she's still a bad person. It's like I won't do it. But there's nobody else in the game. All right, one last score. So like she's she's the bad guy. She's not a she's not an archaeologist, but she's got the I skill to archaeologize. Okay. So, so Travis, let me ask you a question here. So you're saying archaeologists are not grave robbers. So then what is what is the threshold? What is the time duration that needs to pass when, you know, it's grave robbing in archaeology? Uh, I think more so, I think maybe I would say 200 years to the day. But I think more so it's, it's, it's if it's if it's personal gain versus if it's if it's for science, because a lot of times the archaeologists. They're, they they have bosses. They're working with a crew, and they're they're they're, they're giving the money. They're they're giving the the stuff to to the to the art and to to the museums and stuff like that. Somebody else is getting the most money out of the job, but like it's still going to me. You're selling to museum, and then you're giving that to the public. But if you're grave robbing, I'm taking this fancy ring or like sodomizing a body, whatever like that. And that's just personal weird. Your, your own weird. <laughs> like, that's part of grave. That's part of grave robbing. What if the dead nigga owed you money? Is it right? And <laughs> It's still robbing. <laughs> no, unless now you sell it. Like, now we're down to the nitty gritty. If the dead nigga owes you money and you sell it to a museum, then that's that's archaeologizing. But you just fuck that nigga. But I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, that's it's, what. It's okay, but you didn't want to make the distinction when it was Laura Croft. But now we can make the distinction when it's no. Because she was mad. She, she was doing. She owed me two dollars. I still want my two dollars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, <laughs> I guarantee, though, whoever's archaeologizing is it's if whatever land it's on, it has been taken away by some corporate entity. So they they're they're I think any kind of archaeological structure you could you could oh you could use that profit and put it back into the community. this land is your land. Hold up, hold up, We gotta wrap this one up. And also, can someone check out if archaeizing is the adjective of archaeology? Archaeologizing. We, we may it's have just made be. that a thing. It's gotta be. But, uh, we need to go around the we need to go around the table here for a final word. Um, it's a pretty close point here, guys. It's anyone's race right now. 
So I'm going to go, uh, John, go first, final word. Like I said, obviously these archaeologists are just grave robbers. Always just like, you know, whoever just says, oh, I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm just here looking around. I, I promise. I'm not up to nothing. Lo and behold, Christopher Columbus was up to nothing just doing some exploring. Mm-hmm. He comes here and boom, Native Americans are no more. Like these guys are robbing motherfuckers stealing and trying to get the jewels and the treasure like on some motherfucking take over the world type of domination scheme it's, it's never innocent it's never just for for uh out of curiosity or nothing like that there's always an objective you're robbing dead people and um it's all i got all right all right and nicole final word um, yeah, I think that it's purely mathematically the fact that there is, there's no discernible line between when it's, when it stops being grave robbing and when it starts being archaeology implies to me that the entire structure is fabricated. Um, and, and which means that, you know, if anybody's profiting off of the dead, that seems like it's immoral. So if we're going from a structurally moral, like a strictly hot. moral oh, oh, oh. standpoint, right. archaeologists are bad. Okay. Because they probably off the dead. Very well said. And Travis, final word. I mean, I feel like, like, ethically speaking, like, you know, if you're doing this for personal gain or if you're doing this for, 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 to, to spread knowledge. And John talking about Christopher Columbus, Christopher Columbus didn't grave rob, he land robbed. So I feel like that's just null and void. And yeah, I mean, I do think it's a moral thing, but like morally, like, you're you should be paid like if this is your job you're helping but it's still your your life's work so you why not get paid for it but you're still spreading the, the knowledge ross was one a paleontologist is basically archaeologist and yeah i don't i think they're, they're just racist the both didn't know you were such in the the friends cinema i guess you learn more you learn more about why you, Lord, because of the color of my 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 arm <laughs> anyways looks like i gotta give it to archaeology is just good for nothing grave rapping. Gotta give it to Nicole on round one. Oh, thanks. Wow, that's racism. That's racist as hell. He always gives the first round to the white person. My dad paid him. All right, all right, guys. Let's get it moving. Let's get it moving here. Everybody, old, young, doesn't matter. Everyone is a fan of magic. The shock, the awe, everything, everything about it is what you want to see. So when we get down to the nitty gritty, who's the better magician? David Blaine or Bible Moses? And I gotta have Nicole start this one off. Oh, c- cool. Okay, this is very exciting. Um, I, I think uh, hands down uh, Moses, right? Okay. Um, because his pa- I mean, listen, just from a literal standpoint, like he, like, he's real magic. You know what I mean? Like, even if God's not real, how'd he do that? You know what I mean? We don't know. David Blaine, I can watch a YouTube video right now and figure out how he did it. Moses is OG magic. He probably invented the magic school that David Blaine went to. Is what I'm saying. No, exactly. No, 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 exactly. hell no, hell no, hell no. I feel like it's just, he, he was that an nigga, old, that he was, was, was real. That nigga was real, bro. What did David Racist. Blaine really do, bro? What did he really do? He held, he held on to some balloons and floated across the sky. Moses like, could never on, do that. Bro. Moses could never. <laughs> but but David Blaine, he's, he's done, like, it's not even magic, bro. Like, he's just like, oh, I, I'm going to sit in this cold chamber, like, if, sit in this block of ice for a long time. Like, you're not doing magic. You're just fucking stupid. Bro. I'm just going like, to put food coloring in the water. I'm just going to put food coloring in the water. In the red, now it's red. Food, 
Where do you get food coloring from back in the, back in those days? <laughs> it's an old ancient ancient trick, but I feel like it's just saying, dude. He had to work back in back in Moses' day. You had to work for magic. David Blaine's just over here reaching a million views in ten minutes because he made a helicopter disappear. <laughs> get out of here. Part the call me when you're part the sea. No, exactly. I mean that's easy. It's just a it's a mirror trick, obviously. I feel like it's just because because <laughs> we don't have cameras and stuff like that. Moses can never do that in 2020. I think it's just like when when somebody first does a thing. I bet the first time somebody did this, people were in awe. Like I, Moses probably invented that. Moses, <laughs> How'd you do that? Where, where'd your finger go? Uh, Moses probably invented that trick, and I bet everybody was watching was on and on. And like he put food coloring in the water. So what? Part of the Red Sea. It's a mirror trick. So like I I just feel like it's it's just. Not nothing. But David Blaine, I've seen him go Moses, to stores and he put up card on this side and then it'd be on that side. And he pulls strings Moses, through his arm. Moses like, was inspired by the Lord. 60 Moses frames per second. Moses was inspired by the Lord and that's it, bro. Whereas David Blaine's latest and greatest was trick was inspired by, inspired by a, a Disney Pixar movie. He had a fucking handful of balloons and he said, let's go. And he flew <laughs> he said, over up, a desert. Up with Who cares? He up. Moses he could up, never. I, I've seen that before. I've seen up before, bro. Nobody had seen Moses before. Nobody had seen just boom, fucking water, water walls through a whole ocean, through a whole entire ocean. He just held it there for for that whole time and led his people to freedom. No, we're talking about wow factor here, dude. Moses does a trick. The whole, even if it's only thirty people, right, and they all died before they were twenty or whatever. But they fucking left that show, and they were like, "That shit was magic." David Blaine, people, they're like, "All right, I'll thumbs up it. I'll thumbs up it." When but I, I bet, see it. How, but I'm how, skipping the ad. How, how, how shallant was, was Moses? I bet when he did the tricks, he was like, look at I'm about to part to see it. David Blaine, he don't give a fuck about the trick. He's like, hey, look, can I see your arm? Yeah, but he doesn't have to no. give a fuck Is because there, he, Moses I, I guarantee Mo- so that David Blaine... No, but run, dude. you know, like, like when, you're, when, you, when you when you when you make a when you tell a, a funny fuck. joke, you're not supposed to laugh at your own jokes. I guarantee Moses was like, "I'm about to part no. to see." But David Blaine, dude, like, no. when you do magic, you got to be calm about it. I guarantee no, like, Moses was wasn't Moses. as calm as David Blaine. The legend of Moses, like, the oh, legend guys, of Moses says here. that uh, the legend of Moses says that he talks to the burning bush. And if you ask me about a burning bush, that's a little bit of weed. You know what I'm saying? Which means he definitely wasn't hype. He wasn't hype. No, he's like, hey, everybody, he's watch out, bro. Mirrors. Watch out, bro. He wouldn't stop the weed about smoke it. that Moses used to build when he before David his Blaine. shows. That's a myth. that's in the Bible, dude. Uh, David Blaine wouldn't stop yapping about it. David Blaine does the trick once and then he's done with it. David Blaine's calm, like he don't give a fuck. Yeah, because he's, he's hacked, bro. He's like, all right, I'm, d- I'm done. Moses was over here. Guess what I did with that tree? David Blaine's uh, like, yeah, I'm over magic. All right, guys, we, we got to start wrapping this one up. This is actually a pretty cl- close one as well here. Um, I got to go around the room for a final word. And Travis, start this one off. I mean, I think if, I mean, if the earth was around here for billions of years, then how come, like, the godly people only happened, like, 2,000 years ago? Why can't David Blaine be godly? I think he's way more godly than Moses. Moses just knew the little finger trick or whatever like that. And I feel like he was way more hyper about it. Like like the tree, he told everybody. That's why it's in a book. David Blaine's not telling everybody about his shit. It's not gonna be in a book. None of his shit. He just comes up to you, calm. Hey, you want me to make that disappear? Hey, it's gone. All right, now I'm gone. I'm done. Like, okay. be be more humble. Sit down. Be humble. All right, Yo, Patrick Lamar. All right, let me uh, go to John. Final word. Obviously, everything that David Blaine done is not fucking magic, dude. It's just nonsense. It's things that you ask, why are you doing this for? There was a, a clear purpose and intention for Moses splitting the Red Sea. It's the greatest trick of all time. I mean, like I said, we're still <laughs> talking about it. 
A-D, whatever the hell is is after Bible times. Um, and yeah, bro, it's, it's, it's the trick that will live on in infamy. Whereas David Blaine, you really don't know what he's, what his main trick is. He's not what you call a, a magician. He's more of just a weird fucking guy doing weird things for weird people. <laughs> and that's about it. Dude. He couldn't even walk on water. Shout out David Blaine, man. Someone, someone, uh, you know, tag us in this. Don't watch this game, please. It's my uncle. And we got one more final word here. Nicole, final word. Yeah, no, dude, I'm, I'm, def- I'm still, I'm going with Moses. My thing is that here's the thing. I feel like when it comes down, it's like uh, I'd rather. I feel like Moses is like that. He'd rather have a smaller, dedicated fan base versus David Blaine, which is just like you know what I mean. It's like a lot, but it's like nah. It's like mm, versus like Moses fans who are like, yo, did you see the Red Sea trick? That shit was dope. Nobody, like nobody's not. You know what I mean? Somebody watches David Blaine, you're like, oh, did he make something disappear? They're like, yeah. They're like, oh. Was it a tank or something? A helicopter? Oh, it was a building. Huh. Okay. What's he, what's he gonna do next? Like, people, you know what I mean? It's like. A baby building shit, would actually you know I mean? be pretty cool. I'm not that would gonna be. Lie. Next wow. Chris Angel made a Statue of Liberty. I know you're calling you out tonight, in. David Blaine. <laughs> Make a building disappear or you suck. I'm calling him out. <laughs> 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 that one just gave Nicole the win right there. I'm not gonna lie. That was. That was almost enough to put her over the edge, but it looks like I got to give it to John on this one with Moses yes. is the better magician. That was, that was almost a fourth quarter comeback there. Moses, I'm being blackballed. I'm being blackballed. I'm being blackballed. Black, All right, guys. <laughs> let, 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 let's keep it moving here. So this one, you know, all about, you know, positivity, giving good vibes, giving children a home to live in. You know, those are the necessities. Everybody wants that. You know, spread the love. So, are you automatically a better parent if your child is a rescue? And Travis, start this one off. Uh, while I do, I do, I do support rescuing children. Like I think, like children definitely need to be rescued. But I, I don't think automatically you are a better human being. I think like a lot of people want to be praised as a better human being. Same with like, same with like pets or like puppies. Like it's like. You want to be like, I, I my oh he's a rescue. I got I, he used to get he used to blah blah blah. He used to all the bad things that happen, and then it makes you a good person. That that doesn't make you a good person. Like do it. If you want to be a good person, just do it, and then don't tell anybody. But the moment you tell somebody, I'd say that makes you a bad person. Like you just have to no, make it. No, you're as asking. If, you're asking. You're asking if who's the better parent, and I think at the end of the day, it's obvious that adults rescuing kids are better parents. You're choosing when to have a kid instead of just automatically having to deal with a baby. And most of the time, like these no, rescues but- are a little older and like you're just you're ready for it. This you get to choose the kid like you, a lot of people have kids and they turn out to be little little brats and you don't even like them. You can't even take them back versus if when you adopt, That's you get to select. I, yeah. yeah, you walk down you the aisle. Back, you can't take back. I adopt a kid either. <laughs> yeah, you can. You're like I got the receipt. There's a 30 day policy. Debatable, Frank. <laughs> At least with with animals, you get to go and like if you want a good one versus a rescue, then it's like no, you you know you guys. You, I figured it out. If here's here's why you're not a better parent because if you down. rescued a kid and he turned out to be 
baby Hitler, like the whole time. I don't believe that an adopted parent, because they love and worked hard for that kid, could sink a bullet in that baby like they should. And I think that makes them not good parents in the long term. And so I think they could possibly be better parents. You know what I mean? That's a really weird baby Hitler turn. I think a bird, I think a bird, because here's why. I sink a bullet in that baby any day of the week. You know what I'm saying? And a I've birth seen a baby Hitler turn him too in my day, but yeah, I've seen, a ba- a baby I've seen Hitler, many baby Hitlers. Bo- a born, a born with two parents who have been there the whole time. Baby Hitler, you know that those parents are high key responsible for baby. You know what I mean? Like, right, Nicole, so when he turns gotta, out to be Hitler, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't know. I got. No, I love it. I, I got notes, a question for you though. Thinking about this, dude. Yeah. I got a question for you here. So I mean. Anyone could be a mom dad. We've seen 16 and pregnant. You've seen Jack and Jill down the street. Anyone get knocked up and have a kid. That is, and okay. that doesn't mean you're good, bad, or this, the other. But to adopt a kid, though, you have to go through, like, a series of, like, paperwork and check marks and background checks and all this jazz behind that. Like, doesn't that make you a little bit more qualified than just some random Jack and Jill down the street? Yeah, but then I think if we're talking if we if if we're talking about qualifications, there's a lot of people who can accidentally get pregnant who are not qualified to be parents. So then maybe we, what we're actually saying is that we should lower the standard of forgetting adoption. I think any old body should be able to adopt a kid. When that happens, we can have this conversation again. You know what I mean? It's like exactly. why is it hard to adopt kids? If you want to have kids, you should be able to have them, right? Because yeah. two people who are who exactly. ask kids, you know what I mean? If they slip into each other and, and grind enough times, they're making a baby. And you're telling yeah, me you're exactly. that, that means you're qualified to be a parent? You should be able to accidentally adopt a kid. You should be able to accidentally. Like, if I press the wrong elevator button, now I have to adopt. Now this kid's mine. One at a time. One at a time. You got a trial period for adopting a kid. Like, you have to, like, spend a week. You got to take the kid to McDonald's, see if you guys, like, get along. And then the... Yeah, you got to smoke him out and see how he <laughs> see how he acts. You know what I'm saying? And you can't do that with a kid. Once a kid's here, he's here. He's here. You could have a kid with like Down syndrome. You could have a kid who's like unhealthy. All these things that you're not prepared for. Versus if you pick and choose what kid you want, you know what you're getting into. You know what you're signing up for. You, hopefully, the kid isn't baby fucking Hitler, and you know you can bring the kid home and 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 live your life how how you would expect to, with no surprises. Which is why, which is why it makes you a worse person because if it's adopted, like kid versus the animal, like if you go, you get to, you could go in the shelter, like in the shelter, and then pick out the best kid that you could pick out the race, you could pick out all that, and you know this is a normal yeah. kid. If you ever, if you actually have a kid, it can have all these things that you're like, oh damn. But if you, if you like, but with the same thing with the dog, I can go to the to the actual dog place and get one that I like, a little baby small toy dog versus like. This one has got like a missing whatever, a missing whatever. So it's like it's the exact so opposite. So doesn't that make you a better parent? Yeah, no, I think, I think, I think, you get, I think you're selecting your, your kid. I like this. You're not, everybody who adopts like, is not adopting a damaged kid. They're you adopting. Can, you know, I think it's too. I think it's too. I think it's too like weird that you pick your own kid. I think that should. You can only. You can only be allowed to if you close your eyes. You're like, give me whichever yeah. one you think I vibe with. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? like like real people uh, do who make babies. Yes. <laughs> You throw a dartboard at the the at the attendees, and then you know what I mean because that's not fair. But here's what I'm saying is that if you think about what attendees. you want your kid to be like, that's <laughs> an expectation, babies. and you shouldn't put expectations on your kids. And so when you can pick your own kid, I think it's, I think it's an implied expectation, and I think that's not exactly. fair to a kid. I think that makes you a bad parent. And you he'll know represent I mean? me. Yeah, because I think uh, how, what percentage yeah. of people do you think didn't pick the first baby that they saw? They see a baby yeah. like no, no, that baby won't do. Not that no, one. Not that that one deserves I mean, to eat what, dog what food tonight at the orphanage. 
What, 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 what breed is he? What, what, what national? What breed is he? Yeah. Is he? Oh, Filipino. You pure, oh no. You don't have a lighter nah. one. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's a pure prey. <laughs> Alaskan. Uh, right? no. <laughs> All right. Yes. This is like, well, yeah, <laughs> like a weird story here, but we need to go around the room here for a final word. And I'm going to have Travis start this one off. Final word. I mean, I think it makes you a worse parent, actually. Especially <laughs> the moment you tell people that you have one. Because like, it's like you, you go through these pictures. You look at this baby. Uh, too black. Look at this baby. Too Filipino. And it's like you get to pick and choose what your baby looks like. You look at the pick and choose. Like you're not going to end up with a baby with a, like something that you have to deal with. Something that's going to be a burden. So I, I think it, it, it's, it, it, it makes you a worse parent. And yeah, I... I well, yeah, that's what I got the third option, that. worst parent. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> and John, final word. Obviously, you're better prepared if you if you rescue the kid. I mean, it's like, you know what you're signing up for. You go to you go to McDonald's and need a number one with a Coke. I need a <laughs> six foot seven future NBA black kid with uh, who's at least 110 pounds. Yeah. Like, you get what you want. Best- you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what you're signing up for. And at the end of the day, like I said, if you know what you're getting, you're going to be more prepared for it. It's not like you're walking. Like you said, there's all there's this rigorous process to even adopt a kid. Like you have to have the want and the will to go through that. And for you to want to do that, that means I can actually do. I can actually support this kid, have him live. Therefore, they're much, much, much more prepared. Okay. Wisely said, recycling what I kind of insinuated. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Michael. I was going to win this one. Uh, and Nicole, final word. Yeah, I'm just gonna give. I'm gonna give a solid. Not necessarily. You know what I mean? No. I, you know what I mean? I don't. I don't think it makes you a better parent. You know what I mean? I do think it's cool. What the, but dude, I think that. I think. I think there is too much thing. Uh, there's such thing as loving a kid too much, and I think that's what you know. What I mean? too, adopted parents. Why you? Want, why you want a kid so bad? Like. Really, like, let him come to you. Let him come to you. Like, you go to the orphanage and you wait for one to come to you. Like, otherwise, fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Well, and the fact that they bit. don't do that is, is the real problem. If you love something, set addressed. it free. And if it's black. Yeah. I, I will back. say, Nicole comes alive in the final word. She's a, she's a fourth quarter player if I've ever seen one. I will say. But... I gotta give it to you. Are automatically a better parent if your child is a rescue. You gotta give it to John on this one. Oh and my John, god! And John with two rounds is tonight's episode. John, I'm black 15 ball. seconds of fame. Shout out! What you got? First off, buy my album. Uh, second off, fuck <laughs> Travis. Third off, uh, Nicole. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, you did great. Love to have you back soon. And Frank, uh, you're pretty good at your job sometimes. I uh, couldn't ha- hold it down last time, but I'll give you some props for that one. But as always, I'd like to thank me. I'd like to thank myself. And I'd like to thank I. That's Thanks, lamest, everybody. That's the lamest. Thanks, everybody. All right, uh, guys, quick recap of the episode tonight. Looks like archaeologists are just good for nothing grave robbers. Moses is a better magician than David Blaine, and you are automatically a better parent if your child is a rescue. All right, guys, see you next time. <laughs> Signing off. Took over the tip your server. What's up, everybody? Thanks for watching Blasphemous Debate. We hope you enjoyed the content, but please, now it's time for you guys to give back to us. Please contribute anything you can by paying your tithes, people. 
passing the plate around to everybody. Please contribute anything you can. You can tithe today by liking, following, and subscribing to all BMD content on Facebook, Instagram. You can watch us on YouTube. You can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Music today. And remember, folks, drop a comment below. If there's anything you can think of that you want us to debate, and we'll consider it for our next episode, all right? Drop a comment below, and we'll try to get into the next episode. You guys stay real out there. Peace.